0: Welcome back to another episode of Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. This is your host Russell Bruce and the beautiful Jamie Shiloh, As we continue to bring you more amazing content to all matters of the heart and soul, as we awaken humanity to all things within. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Enjoy. All that they don't know how to do it to win this war is to know that you don't have to, you know, go. By the when you tap into your consciousness, exactly, exactly. Like you're distracted, so you don't think. Be in the most positive about your day, and you're excited about your day, like right, charged up. Because what exists in you starts in the mind. You can't see the mental, spiritual realm, and they're going to manifest in the physical. Realm. If they're using everything, we have to be unified. And just because somebody has, person is 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 bringing love and compassion and light, you powerful. Hey guys, welcome back to Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. My name is Janie Charlotte and welcome to a new podcast episode. Today we are talking about genetics and environment and um, I want to talk a little bit about the science of this and I think it's so important because we have adopted the notion that genetics determine our fate and that's not true. And I'm actually gonna go through um, the research by Dr. Bruce Lipton and he his research opened the doors to a new area of study called epigenetics and the importance of that and why we should understand epigenetics. So first of all, Dr. Bruce Lipton, he is a cell biologist. Um, he's very well known for the research that he did at Stanford Medical School. And he opened up the area of epigenetics and epigenetics is the study of how your behaviors and environment and your perception of that environment causes changes that can affect your genes, okay? So um, Dr. Lipton was doing this research at Stanford Medical School and my, my, uh, source is coming from the National Library of Medicine, and I'm going to attach uh, the research article that I did research on um, in in getting the summary of Dr uh, uh, Bruce Lipton's research and um, I'll attach this to this podcast so that you can do your own research, okay. So basically, uh, Dr. Lipton started his research on one stem cell, okay? And he allowed this stem cell to divide. And what he saw was that every 10 hours that one stem cell divided. So every 10 hours, in 10 hours it was two and another 10 hours it was four and then on and on. So he realized that in about a week, he had 50,000 stem cells, all right? So what he did was he divided these stem cells into three different um, culture mediums. Okay. Now, all of these stem cells came from the exact same parent, that original one stem cell. So, all of these stem cells have the exact same genetic material, the exact same genetics. Okay. Because they came from the one stem cell. And he put them in a different culture medium. In the research world, he referred to the culture medium as what we would refer to as our blood all right because cells live in a fluid environment somewhat like fish they they live in a fluid environment and so what he did he put the he divided these 50,000 stem cells into three different culture mediums all right and he noticed that each group had grew something differently Now, they all had the same genetics because they all came from the one stem cell. But what was different was he changed the chemistry of the culture medium, okay, during his research. So in one Petri dish, we can call it that, bone grew. The cells grew bone. In another one, it grew muscle. And in the third one, it grew fat. So He understood at this point that, well, the genetics are all the same. The only thing that is different is the environment in which these cells are growing. Okay, so. He understood that the fate of the cells, therefore, was controlled by the culture medium. So if we were to put this in terms how we could use it as humans, the fate of our cells is determined by the chemistry of our blood, all right? Not by the genetics, okay? Not by the genetics. Um, now, what controls the chemistry of the blood? Well, the brain is the chemist, all right? The brain actually decides what chemistry, and what I mean by chemistry is what hormones or uh, what's going to be released in the blood, all right? The brain decides that. And how does the brain decide what chemistry is going to release in the blood? Well, the brain decides that by the imagery that it gets from the mind, all right? And if you've followed us a little bit on this podcast, we talk a lot about the mind and that the mind and the brain are not the same, okay? So... The mind's image is what the brain takes in and decides on what chemistry, what chemicals, what hormones it is going to release because the brain is trying to complement the biology or the chemistry of the blood with what the mind is seeing, what imagery the mind is, is putting out, all right? So I hope you guys are following me so far. So in in this, uh, this research article that I was reading, Dr. Lipton explained it, that he would often get people to close their eyes, all right? And he'd say, envision someone that you love. And this is a very loving person. And when you open your eyes, you feel the love from that person. When your brain gets that image of a loving person, All right. When the mind gives the brain the image of the loving person, the brain is going to therefore produce chemicals that is related to love. Right. So it will produce dopamine. Dopamine is a pleasure hormone. All right. It will release oxytocin. Oxytocin is that bonding hormone. All right. We talked about oxytocin in another podcast. Um, the brain will release vasopressin. Vasopressin is all about drawing even more attraction to the things that we love, all right? And growth hormone. Growth hormone does just that. It produces growth. It, it, um, It enforces growth. It allows growth, growth hormone, all right? So in the image, when you close your eyes and then you open your eyes, and that is what you're seeing you're seeing a loving person your brain is going to produce the chemistry the chemicals the hormones that is related to love now let's let's give an example on the other side if you close your eyes and you envision something that's super scary let's say it's a large bear let's say it's um you're watching a scary movie let's say you have a bad dream whatever it is is super scary and it promotes fear, right? So in that imagery, your your brain now, that your mind is producing images of fear. So now your brain is going to release chemicals in your blood that is conducive to fear. So it produces, you know, of course the stress hormone which is cortisol, tons of inflammatory agents. All right. And of course, is going to inhibit growth. Right. It's going to inhibit growth. So as you can see, depending on what image, what perception that your mind gives to the brain, the brain will produce the chemistry in the blood. And depending on the chemistry, the chemicals in your blood will determine the fate of your cells all right, and therefore could have an effect on the gene expression, all right? So, and I want to preface, there's a a huge difference in blood chemistry when you are in love versus fear, all right? Of course, we know love is all about health, wellness, it promotes vitality, it uh, it promotes a glowing body, glowing skin, wellness, all of that fear stunts growth. It actually constricts the body. So cells start to die off. All right. So um, I hope that that's clear. All right. So the biggest thing is that your biology becomes complementary to the perceptions and the images that your mind is actually telling the brain to produce all right, and then those chemicals are actually circulating in your blood, all right. Now, I want to talk about something, and this is also found in the research with Dr. Bruce Lipton, the placebo effect, all right, and the nocebo effect. Now, placebo effect is probably a lot more common than nocebo, and placebo effect is about, in research, how you have, you know, um, let's say a physician gives someone uh, a pill and say, "Hey, this is the latest and greatest medication. Look at the color. It's green. The green color symbolizes health and healing. and it's gonna make you feel so much better and take this for seven days and you're gonna all your worries will go away. So in seven days, Wow, all your worries went away, but you find out that it was nothing but a sugar pill. There was no active ingredients in that pill. It was just a sugar pill. So how did your pain and your worries go away? Well, it was your perception that you believed that you took on, that your mind took on, that you would be healed, that this was the latest, greatest new pill and that you would be healed by it. Your mind took on that image, gave the signal to your brain, your brain produced healing hormones, which is love hormones, right? And voila, you were healed by a sugar pill, right? So we have all heard of the placebo effect. Now, the nocebo effect is probably what a lot of people have not heard of. Well, it works just like the placebo, except in a negative way. So If you have negative beliefs, if you feel like you have a cancer gene and that is inevitable that you're going to get the cancer gene, then guess what? Your belief in the fact that you're going to get the cancer because you have a cancer gene, well, your mind takes that perception, that imagery, it sends a signal to your brain. Your brain produces the chemicals that is going to be complementary so that you could get the cancer. All right. No SIBO effect. Do your research on it is, is, is there. All right. So just keep in mind your beliefs can work good and bad for you. All right. And I'm just giving you the science on how our brain is a, is a chemist. It's a chemist, if you want to call it the, the ultimate alchemist of the body, you could call it that too, right? And it's literally taking in the images and the perceptions that you are getting from your environment. All right. And is deciding on which chemicals to produce and to let out in your blood. And what's circulating in your blood is what your what genes can, what genes can be affected and what expressions can be turned off and on. All right. So I want to and this is also an article. I want to just kind of talk about, well, you know, for the people that say, well, you know, genetics do determine our fate. Right. Like environment doesn't have anything to do with it. our perception doesn't have anything to do with it. Well, the, the article and Dr. Lipton took the stance that if genes determine the fate of our cell, well, the environment is ever changing. Okay. And if your genes could only survive in environment A, then what happens when environment B comes along? We would die immediately. Life would not survive. None of us would survive, right? Because we're saying that all the genes that we're born with determines our fate. So if you're born with X genes that says you're going to get X disease no matter what you do, no matter what environment you're in, you're going to get X disease, right? And if we really think about it, that just doesn't even make sense because the environment is constantly changing and we are constantly changing with our environment, right? I think it's also important to understand that your perception of your environment is also extremely important. So for example, let's just say you know, someone had, the mother had breast cancer, all right, and among the family, it is the belief that this breast cancer runs in the family, okay, and one daughter gets breast cancer and one daughter does not get breast cancer. How do you determine that? How do you determine that one daughter gets it and one daughter does not, all right? It is the belief that one daughter, probably decided that she's going to stay in love, she's going to keep positive hormones floating in her body, she's going to stay in health and vitality, she has that mental picture in her mind, therefore her brain produces the chemicals to be complementary of her belief that she's going to be healthy, she's not going to have these cancers. Then there's one daughter who lives in the belief or the fear, okay, that she's going to get the exact same cancer as her mother, right? And over time, that fear, right, starts to stunt growth of the cells, right? Because we said, you know, you can't, your uh, fear actually stunts growth. Growth hormone is not produced. So it actually starts to uh, kill the cells, all right? And uh, inflammatory agents start to develop in the blood, cortisol starts to develop in the blood. And over time, her biology or the chemistry in her blood has now complemented the imagery in her mind and the fear in her mind that she was going to get this cancer. So that's how this works. All right. So I really want you guys to check out this research Dr. Bruce Lipton. He has a great book out there called Biology of Belief, very good, all right? So, to sum it up, you are not you are not controlled by your genes. You're not controlled by your genes, all right? Your genes are controlled by the environment and more specifically your perception of that environment, because we have people that come from the same environment and don't develop the same diseases that other people have developed in that same environment, right? So we have to ask ourselves, how is that so? All right. It also lets us know that the mind is so important because your mind is giving images, constant images and Signal that's being signaled to your brain and your brain is releasing chemicals and hormones according to what images your mind sees and that is being released in your blood. So with that being said, I want everyone to be really careful about what you allow your eyes to see, what you allow your ears to hear, what you allow your emotions to feel because all of that is environment. It's all in the environment and it's all in how we're perceiving the environment. Even when you're sliding your finger on social media, what are you watching? Is it sending fear signals and causing inflammatory agents to, you know, to be released in your blood and cortisol and stopping growth and therefore killing your cells? Are you doing loving things and compassionate things and gratitude and get more of that oxytocin and that dopamine and that vasopressin so that you can have vitality and wellness and health and renewed cells. So self-assessment as always, you know, no judgment here is just, this is all about awakening ourselves, awakening our mind and aligning our minds with perfect health, you know, because That's our birthright to have. So Dr. Bruce Lipton, check him out, guys. This research was phenomenal and it was actually groundbreaking in in the new studies of epigenetics. And um, epigenetics is actually above genetics, all right? And like I said, it, it tells us that our behaviors and the environment, and furthermore, the perception of our environment is what causes changes that affects our genetics, and our genes, all right? So that's it, short and sweet, all right? Genetics versus environment. So very important. And it's very important to understand what are you believing and what images are you giving your mind? And therefore your brain is producing those chemicals in your blood, all right? So this podcast is all about awakening humanity, all right. It is inspired by love, spirituality, relationships, justice, culture, family, children, finances, freedom, personal growth, energy and vibrations, universal principles, health, education, masculine and feminine energy, music and all things of the heart and soul. This is how we connect our heart and soul for perfect alignment. We appreciate you guys. We are summing up our season 4 has been a wonderful wonderful year. We have a few more podcasts um left of this year and we're going to be preparing for season 5. Um it's been amazing cuz we have been at it for for going on five seasons so it's been good if you guys have any questions about genetics versus environment let me know if there's anything i can answer for you let me know but i am going to attach this article to this podcast dr bruce lipton all right epigenetics all right um it's about our environment it's about our mind it's about our perception it's about the the chemistry in our blood all right and that's determining our health so we got to go deeper. We got to start pulling back the layers so that we could we could regain the health in our communities. All right, guys. Again, that's it. Janie, Charlo, take care, and I'll see you guys at the next episode. Until then, lots of love, lots of light, and lots of health. Take care.